Hi everyone, this is Scott Lutz, and today we are in, for your Bible reading of the day, your NIV reading. We're in Song of Songs 6, 1-13. We're almost done with the book of Song of Songs. This uh, Song of Songs is the last of the uh, poetry books of the Old Testament. And then we'll be heading into uh, the prophetic books of the Old Testament, starting with Isaiah. So, um, pretty soon we'll be heading into that, probably before the week's over. Um, so let's go ahead and read the NIV reading, and then we'll go to your ESV reading, which will be Exodus 8, 1 through 32, and then Luke 14, 1 through 35. So let's go ahead and read the scriptures. Friends, where has your lover gone? Most beautiful of woman, of women, which way did your lover turn? that we may look for him with you. Beloved, my lover has gone down to his garden, to the beds of spices, to browse in the gardens, and to gather lilies. I am my lover's, and my lover is mine. He, he, brows he browses among the lilies. Lover, you are beautiful, my darling, as Terza, lovely as Jerusalem, majestic as troops with banners. Turn your eyes from me, they overwhelm me. Your hair is like a flock of goats descending from Gilead. Your teeth are like a flock of sheep coming up from the washing. Each has its twin. No one of not one of them is alone. Your temples behind your veil and like the halves of a pomegranate. Six queen, sixty queens. There may be an eighty and eighty concubines, and virgins beyond number. But my dove, my perfect one, is unique, the one daughter of her mother, the favorite of the one who bore me, bore her. The maidens saw her and called her blessed. The queens and concubines praised her. Friends, who is this that appears like the dawn? Fair as the moon, bright as the sun, majestic as the stars, and in procession, lover, I went down to the grove of nut trees to look at the new growth in the valley to see if the vine has budded and the pomegranates were in bloom. Before I realized it, realized it, my desire set me among the royal chariots of my people. Friends, come back, come back, O Shulamite. Come back, come back, that we may gaze on you. Lover. Why would you gaze on the Shilamite as on the dance of Mahanam? Okay, so let's go ahead and head to your ESV reading. Hi everyone, this is Scott Lutz, and again, uh, we're in your ESV reading now. Exodus 8, 1-32, and then we'll go to Luke 14, 1-35. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. The second plague, frogs. Then the Lord said to Moses, go into Pharaoh and say to him, Thus says the Lord, let my people go, that they may serve me. But if you refuse to let them go, behold, I will plague all your country with frogs. The Nile shall swarm with frogs that shall come up into your house and into your bedroom and on your bed and into the houses of, of your servants and your people. 
and if into your ovens and your kneading bowls. The frogs shall come up on you and your people and on all your servants. And the Lord said to Moses, Say to Aaron, Stretch out your hand and your staff over the rivers, over the canals and over the pools, and make frogs come up on the land of, of Egypt. So Aaron stretched out his hand over the waters of Egypt, and the frogs came up and covered the land of Egypt. But the magicians did the same by their secret arts and made frogs come up on the land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh called Moses and Aaron and said, Plead with the Lord to take away the frogs from me and my people, and I, and I will let the people go to sacrifice to the Lord. Moses said to Pharaoh, But be pleased to command me when I am to plead for you, and for your servants and for your people, and that the frogs be cut off from you and your houses, and be left only in the Nile. And he said, Tomorrow, Moses said, Be it as you say, so that you may know that there is no one like the Lord our God. The frogs shall go away from you and your houses and your servants and your people. They shall be left only in the Nile. So Moses and Aaron went out from from Pharaoh, and Moses cried to the Lord about the frogs, as he has he had agreed with Pharaoh. And the Lord did according to the word of Moses. The frogs died on, out in the house, the courtyards and the fields, and they gathered them together in heaps, and the land sank. The land stank. But when Pharaoh saw that there was a a respite. He hardened his heart and would not listen to them, as the Lord had said. The third plague, gnats. Then the Lord said to Moses, Say to Aaron, Stretch out your staff and strike the dust of the earth, so that it may go become gnats in all the land of Egypt. And they did so. And they did so. Aaron stretched out his hand and his staff and struck the dust of the earth, and there were gnats on man and beast. All the dust of the earth became gnats in all the land of Egypt. The magicians tried by their secret arts to produce gnats, but they would not, could not. So there were gnats on man and beast. Then the magician said to, said to Pharaoh, This is a finger of God. But Pharaoh's heart was hardened, and he would not listen to them as the Lord had said. The fourth plague flies. Then the Lord said to Moses, Rise up early in the morning and present yourself to Pharaoh as he goes out to the water and say to him, Thus says the Lord, Let my people go that they may serve me, or else I will go, or else if you will not let my people go, behold, I will send swarms of flies on you and your servants and your people and into your houses. And the house, houses of, Egyptian, of the Egyptians shall be filled with the swarm, swarms of flies. And also the ground on which they stand. But on that day I will set apart the land of Goshen where my people dwell so that no swarms of flies shall be there, that you may know that I am the Lord in the midst of the earth. 
Thus I will put a division between my people and your people. Tomorrow this sign will happen. And the Lord did so. There came great swarms of flies in the house of Pharaoh and into his servants' house, houses. There, throughout all the land of Egypt, the land who was ruined by the swarms of flies. Then Pharaoh called Moses and Aaron and said, Go sacrifice to your God within the land. But Moses said it would not be right to do so, for the offerings for the offerings we shall, shall sacrifice to the Lord our God are an abomination to the Egyptians. If we sacrifice offerings abominable to the Egyptians before their eyes, will they not stone us? We must go three days' journey into the wilderness and, the, and sacrifice to the Lord our God, as he tells us. So Pharaoh said, I will let you go to sacrifice to the Lord your God in the wilderness. Only you must... Not go very far away. Plead for me. Then Moses said, Behold, I am going to out from you, and I will plead with the Lord that the swarm of flies may depart for Pharaoh from his servants and from his people tomorrow. Only let not Pharaoh cheat again by not letting the people go to sacrifice to, to the Lord. So Moses went out from Pharaoh and prayed to the Lord. And the Lord did as Moses asked and removed the swarms of flies from, from Pharaoh, from his servants and from his people. Not one remained. But Pharaoh hardened his heart this time also and did not let the people go. Let's go to your New Testament reading. Hi, everyone. Now we are in uh, your uh, New Testament reading, Luke 14, 1 through 35. Let's go ahead and begin. Healing of a man on the Sabbath. One Sabbath, when he was at, to dine at the house of a ruler of the Pharisees, they were watching him carefully. And behold, there was a man before him who had dropsy. And Jesus responded to the lawyers and Pharisees, saying, it is, is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath or not? But they remained silent. Then he took him and healed him and sent him away. And he said to him, to them, Which of you, have, having a son or an ox had, that has fallen into a well on a Sabbath day, will not immediately pull him out? And they could not reply to these things. The parable of the wedding feast. Now we told a parable to those now he told a parable to those who were invited. When he noticed how they chose the places of honor, saying to them, When you are invited by someone to a wedding feast, do not sit down in a place of honor, lest someone more distinguished than you be invited by him. And who invited you both will come and say to you, Give your place to this person, and then you will begin with shame to take the lowest place. But when you are invited, go and sit in the lowest place, so that when your host comes, he may say to you, Friend, move up higher. Then you will be honored in the presence of all who sit at the table with you. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. 
the parable of the great banquet. He said also to the man who was invited, who had invited him, they, when they, when you give a dinner or a banquet, do not invite your friends or your brothers or your relatives or your rich neighbors, lest they also invite you in return and you be repaid. But when you give a feast, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, the blind, and the, and you will be blessed because they cannot repay you. For you will be repaid at the resurrection of the just. Then, when one of you, when one of those who reclined at the table with him heard these things, he said to him, Blessed is everyone who will eat bread in the kingdom of God. But he said to him, A man once gave a great banquet and invited many. And at the, and at the time for the banquet he sent his servants to say to those who have been invited, Come, for everything, for everything is ready. But they all like begin to make excuses. The first said to him, I have brought bought a field and I must go out and see it. Please have me excused. And another said, I have bought five yoke of oxen and I will and I go to examine them. Please have me ex have me excused. Another said, I have married a wife, and therefore I cannot come. So the servant came and reported these things to his master. Then the master of the house became angry and said to the servant, Go out quickly to the streets and lanes of the city, and bring in the poor and the crippled and the blind and the lame. And the servant said, Sir, what, what you commanded has been done, and still there is room. And the master said to the servant, Go out to the highways, and hedges, and compel people to come in that my house may be filled. For I tell you, none of the, those men who were invited shall taste my banquet. The Cost of Discipleship Now great crowds accompanied him, and he turned and said to them, If anyone comes to me and does not hate his own father and mother and wife and children and brothers and sisters, yes, even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not bear his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. For which of you desiring to build a tower does not first set, sit down and count the cost, whether he has enough to complete it? Otherwise, when he has laid a foundation and is not able to finish, all who see it begin to mock him, saying, This man began to build and was not able to finish. Or what king going out to the encounter, another king is in war, and who will not sit down first and deliberate and deliberate whether he is able with 10,000 to meet him, who comes against him with 20,000. And if not, while the other is yet a great way off, he sends a delegation and asks for terms of peace. So therefore... Any one of you who does not renounce all that he he has cannot be be my disciple. Salt without taste is worthless. Salt is good, but if salt has lost its taste, how shall its saltiness be restored? It is not. It is no use either for the soil or for the manure pile. It is thrown away. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. 
Father in heaven, I just praise you. I thank you for everything you've done. I ask that your will be done in all our lives, that you watch over us, keep us safe from the enemy, that you keep us from um, from walking away from you, that we continue to walk with you and just focus on you. Give us our daily bread today, and, and I just pray that you... Um, that you forgive us of our sins, that we for, and we pray that those who have sinned against us, that you forgive them also. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a good day.